Ben, what's your favourite fire cooking technique? Nothing fancy. Just goat satay cooked over coconut husk flames in Lombok with a dude fanning the coals <laughs> with a cardboard fan. Okay, okay. We'll put in the request to the people at Vivid Fire Kitchen, which is exactly what it sounds like. Vivid Fire Kitchen is a pop-up running as part of Vivid from May 24 to June 15 at The Goods Line in the Sydney CBD, and it's all about cooking with fire. Tandoor, teppanyaki, First Nations food, tender brisket, charred veggies and aromatic satay, to name a few. With hand-fanned coconut husks? Uh, I mean, no promises. Vivid Fire Kitchen proudly sponsoring this episode of Ingridopedia. What is inside a meat pie? Uh, well, hope, hopefully meat. Yeah. I mean, the specifics, I would say none of our business. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Hi, you're listening to Ingridopedia, a food fight podcast where we fight with facts, not with food. Uh, and this is the final in our Icons of Australian Food series. I'm Ben Birchall and I'm joined by Emily Naismith. Hi, Em. Hello, hello. This is the meat pie episode. It is the meat pie episode. Delicious episode. Is it? Well, I think so. Well, let's fight about it. Ben, it's grand final week. It is. A lot of footy pies are going to be consumed. Yeah. Um, I know you like the footy. What do you eat when you go? Is yeah, it a pie? I eat a pie. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so I want to talk about how you eat a pie. So pretend I'm handing you a meat pie okay. a little squeezy sauce. Thank you. I've taken it. How are you eating This it? is making good, good audio. <laughs> uh, I am – okay, which sachet have I I've got? You've like got the, the squeezy, squeezy one sachet. It's got like a little – I've got one right here. Yeah. It's got the little nozzle. I'll, I'll point the nozzle into the pie. I'll mm-hmm. try and get some of the sauce into the, the, the meat mix. Yeah. And the rest of the sauce will go on top on the uh, on the pastry. Yeah. And I'll, maybe I'll just like use my finger to kind of <laughs> spread it around a little just so there's a bit of coverage. Mm, that's an interesting method. There's lots of even wilder methods mm. out there. Um, first to history with an unhygienic method. <laughs> In um, the early 19th century, there were roving pie sellers like roaming the streets selling Mm -hmm. people pies and they would pierce the top of each pie with a thumb and then top up the contents of the pie from a jug of gravy which was basically just salty water um so i mean you get your finger on the pie but this is a little bit more gross (laughs) not putting my whole thumb in and then handing it over to another person Um, I should say I'm not spreading the sauce around with my finger and then handing it to anyone else. This is purely for my own consumption here. Good clarification. Thank you. Um, One of my friends removes the top of the pie, eats that, then digs out the filling with a spoon and then eats the like remaining shell of the pie. Um, so you need a spoon. Yeah, you, and the I plate mean, she couldn't and, do that at the footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people use cutlery. Yeah. yeah, look, a gourmet pie, something with curry chicken or something mm. like that. Maybe I'll, if I'm eating that at home, I'll use cutlery. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, if you're at the footy and you whipped out cutlery, like you're yeah. not going to be doing that. No. Um, and do you know that? I don't. I don't know. But do you know <laughs> that Australian basketballer Ben Simmons? Yes. Um, so he used to play for the Sixers in the NBA, yeah. apparently, but he's Australian. The, the Philadelphia. 
Philadelphia yes. 76ers. I don't think he yeah. does anymore. No, but anyway, he's an Australian and so they started selling 4 and 20 pies oh. at his home stadium um, because of him. And then in 2018, an ESPN reporter in America filmed himself trying to eat a meat pie, <laughs> but he used cutlery, yeah. made that unfortunate mistake. It was absolutely taken apart yeah. by the internet. The uh, Ask an Australian Reddit page <laughs> yeah. would be going Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, the, a person called Wheels Wordsmith said, Darren, the public desecration of a 4 and 20 pie in the manner of which you have just done is a declaration of war as per the Australian Constitution. We'll see you on the battlefield. Fair. <laughs> um, so, yes, people are very particular about how you should or should not eat a pie. So I've narrowed it down to a few main methods and I'll rank them from worst to best. Worst, number five, deconstructed. Mm. eating the pastry out of your pie, separate to the filling, screams toddler, um, <laughs> not practical when you're out and about, got to carry a teaspoon, not cool. Um, and you don't get to experience the beauty of the pastry and the meat mixing together. Yep. Second worst, knife and fork. This is when you're out and about. So you're denying the pie um, its ability to exercise the full glory of its design in yeah. the fact that it is designed to be eaten with one hand. Yeah. Um, you're also going to need a surface to cut it on mm. and like surfaces are hard to come by at the footy. Yeah. Um, and even if they're there, you don't want to use know. it. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Number three. Okay. The middle, the middle worst to best, neither here nor there, tomato sauce on top, which is what I do a lot of the time. Mm. Um, when you have to sauce your pie with like the communal sauce, maybe before you go to your seat yeah. because it's easy the and From quick. the pump pack. You don't want to be yeah. piercing the pump pack into your pie. No. Um, but you do kind of tend to get sauce on your lips, which I don't love the feeling of mm. because it's cold and then it has a contrast to the warm pie. Mm. And I don't like it, but we deal with it and we get it done <laughs> and we eat the pie. And then the second best, I haven't tried this, but I think removing the lid and squirting the sauce in there, then replacing the lid mm. could be good. Uh, my, I, I've seen that method yeah. discussed. My only qualm with that one is it kind of, affects the the structural integrity of the yeah. pie. It will make it particularly if the if the base is a little soggy, sometimes the lid is the only yeah. thing holding that thing together. That's exactly what I thought. Mm. Um but I can't confirm or deny whether that thought is true, but you've just confirmed it. So maybe that slips down to yeah. number I feel, three. I feel like that's number three. Okay. But anyway. Well, we can adjust. And the best method, which is what I do when I have a squeezy sachet mm. of sauce, you bite into the pie and you squeeze a little bit of sauce inside the pie and take a bite and then you repeat that for the whole pie because okay like you're mixing the sauce the ratios the, yeah yeah the ratios yeah. you can control each the ratio per bite um so yes that is the preferred method i would say okay but no matter your pie eating method i think something we can all agree on is if the skin on the top of your mouth is still there after finishing the pie you're doing it wrong <laughs> Side note, the squeezy tomato sauce we've been talking about is an Australian invention. Yeah, I think we talked about that in our tomato, tomato episode. episode. So, yeah, big shout out to Sanford Redmond who uh, invented the Squeeze Mate tomato sauce dispenser in 1990 for Master Foods. If you want to see an original, it's sitting proudly on display at the Powerhouse Museum in Sydney. Mm. Em, I can't remember if we've covered this off. What was your school canteen order when you weren't buying a whole Boston bun <laughs> and just eating off the... The icing. At high school? Mm. I didn't get lunch orders at the canteen 
often at all. Like I don't always bought my own food and then just got like snacks from mm. the canteen, like well, chips or chocolate or something. It sounds like maybe you didn't have a quality canteen no, like we didn't. I did at Greensboro Secondary College <laughs> from nineteen between nineteen ninety and nineteen ninety-five. Um because we have talked about it before. Mm. My canteen did serve and I did sometimes order, very occasionally, half a meat pie in a white roll, butted with what I can only assume would have been Meadow Lee margarine yeah. in the big caterer's tub. This blows my mind. With sauce. <laughs> it's a wild combo. It does seem to be quite obscure. I've been looking yeah. into it because we have talked about it a bit and people have responded and been like, dude, what's up with that? Um, on the uh, Reddit Ask an Aussie th- uh, page, there was a, a thread about it. it did seem to exist. It seemed to be a 90s thing, 80s and 90s thing, mm. East Coast Australian thing. So it was it was present. It wasn't common. Mm. But it turns out that there is a precedent, a global precedent outside of the East Coast of Australia, outside of Greensboro. Really? For putting pies in rolls. Because pies are quite Australian. Well, I mean, you mentioned the pie sellers, you know, that they're also very Scottish and very English. Um, So I'm going to take you via an article in Atlas Obscura to Wigan, an English town west of Manchester, which is known for its enthusiastic pie eating. It even hosts the annual World Pie Eating Championship. Mm -hmm. Small wonder then that Wigeners devised myriad ways to eat their pie, including one that requires no cutlery. Enter the pie balm. A meat pie sandwiched between a buttered roll. Okay. My brain instantly went to like pie lip balm. No. So how do you spell this? B-A-R-M. I'll explain what that is. Okay. So uh, elsewhere on the internet, it's also known as the Wigan Slappy. Okay. uh, And also uh, a Wigan Burger. Mm -hmm. And also a Wigan uh, Kebab is four pies on a skewer. Oh. I don't think it really exists. It was like a bit (laughs) of a meme for a while. But they love their pies in Wigan. Um, so the roll in question is known as a balm cake, B-A-R-M, which means it was leavened with balm, the foam at the top of any fermented beverage, usually beer. So it's a, yeah, uh, leavened, foamy bread beer. Uh, this ingenious manner of pie degustation ensures the fastest consumption of hot meat-filled pastry, no utensils needed. We've been talking about mm. how important that is because the bun protects hands from getting burnt. Yeah, that's good. But does it protect your mouth? Mm, it could mm, add a slight buffer. Well, there's some absorption. <laughs> so then it says the pie sauces are absorbed into the balm cake, meaning yeah. a no mess meal on the go. Really, it's as easy as pie. Thank you for that. Wow, this is selling it to me. Like I actually. Well, I'm keen. how keen are you? I'm very keen. Okay, well, I have one right here for you. Yes. Uh, Emily, I'm, and I'm, I'm, there's no plates. There's not like I'm pulling it out of a plastic bag, like, and I'll be honest, it's not a four and 20 pie. <laughs> it's from a bakery. It feels like the bread's maybe not super fresh. So it's like, right. consistent. Um, can I add some sauce for you? Yes, please. Thank I'll you. just kind of, well, I'll just sort of squeeze it in there. Okay. There you are. Got one for me as well. So in your mind, it's lunchtime. You may be playing some basketball court. Uh, sorry, you may be playing some basketball on the basketball courts. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be just hanging out, just talking about the latest episode of Seinfeld mm-hmm. or The Simpsons that was just on. But you want something that's not going to burn your hands, that you're going to be able to hold. Yeah. Um, it's half a pie in a roll. Okay. Pie in a roll. I think I really like it. Like there's something about the fluffiness of the bread mm. and the pie 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely more because we talked a little bit about the structural integrity of a pie. Yeah. It doesn't really matter if it's in a roll. The roll's kind of holding it all together. Yeah, you don't have to worry. It's no. like I can see why this would be a high school thing because you're like, you don't want to have to focus on the pie. You want to like talk to your friends, play sport, whatever. And let's think about the economics of it. I wish mm. I remembered how much it cost. Mm. But like you're getting half a pie and a bread roll's what, like in 1993 money, what, like <laughs> 10 cents? Yeah. And a pie is probably like, I don't know, a dollar fifty mm. or something. You, you, like these guys were making out like bandits at the Greenfield Secondary College Canteen. This is actually so good. Um, I rate it. Thank you, um, <laughs> to High School Ben. <laughs> yeah, and thank you to the good people of Wigan for inventing it in the first place, and for uh, Greensboro Secondary College for dumbing it down, uh, much like our academic standards. That was the last one in our Icons of Australian Food series. If you like the series, I mean, what you could do is leave us a little review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen, uh, five stars only. I mean, of course, that would really help this silly little podcast out and we would appreciate it a lot. All right. Thanks for listening. Next week is Olives. So we'll see you salty little freaks then. Um, ben, I can smell smoke. Did you finally kill every appliance in this studio? No, Em, that's just the waft of perfectly smoking embers from Vivid Fire Kitchen, which is exactly what it sounds like. A pop-up kitchen running as part of Vivid from May 24 to June 15 at the Goods Line in the Sydney CBD, and it's all about cooking with fire. Tandoor, teppanyaki, First Nations food, tender brisket, charred veggies, and aromatic satay, to name a few. That sounds a lot better than your jackals, Ben. No offence. Offence taken. Vivid Fire Kitchen, proudly sponsoring this episode of Ingredipedia.